1: Hello, hello, and welcome, everyone, to True Life Academy. This is Clarence Caldwell, your host, your guide, and your coach for the week. Good morning to you. Yes, no matter what time you're listening to this, what time zone you're in, it is morning. If you're hearing what we have to say, then you are waking up, and you are waking up to your true life. So that makes it morning. Good morning to you. And as always, I will remind you, hopefully you have lived this past week. In the ways that we talk about, being thankful, always living with an attitude of gratitude. It means so much. Happiness doesn't begin until gratitude starts. And then secondly, give when you can. Giving up your time, of your service to others, giving is the same as receiving. And then thirdly, because you have the power to choose, love first and then choose. If you've lived your life this way this past week, then I know you have had an amazing week and I know that you have made an amazing week for the people around you. So welcome to True Life Academy. We are here, you and I, and we are going to tackle something here tonight that I think will absolutely help many of you and it certainly helps me as I continue to talk about it and I continue to to read about it and to, to study what it really takes to uh, to address this issue, it becomes one of those things that really, really helps me in the long run. You know, I'll ask you a question. Is there something that you really, really wanted or still want and you're working hard to get it, something you want to do or something you want to have, and and you know that if you just keep working at it and you just keep at it, that it'll come to you that you'll get it eventually, but you have to keep working at it. Does anything come to mind? But what happens if it doesn't come to you? What happens when it's not coming? You're working hard and, you're, and you just keep going for it and, and it's not coming to you the way you had anticipated that it might. What is happening when that happens? You know, someone may even say to you, you know, if you just wait and just have a little patience, it'll be okay. So that's what we're going to talk about tonight. We're going to talk about patience. Patience is one of those things that is uh, it's difficult, in some cases, to have patience when you really, really want something really bad and it's not coming to you and when, when you want it to come to you. Patience is what's required. You know, they say patience is one of the uh, seven heavenly virtues. You know, if you know what a virtue is, it's one of those, um, what I would describe as one of the uh, moral uh, characters that is part of your moral character. It's a moral excellence that you might have within you. That's what a virtue is. And seven heavenly virtues, I won't list what they are, but but, uh, patience is one of those. So it's something that's really uh, deep within you that you have to to pull out and apply when things are not going the way um, you think they should in terms of when things should come to you. So we're going to talk about this thing called patience. And, you know, patience is something that you can also learn. It's not something that you're just absolutely born with and it's not a part of your DNA necessarily, but you can learn it. And so what we're going to talk about tonight is how you really apply yourself to becoming more patient when you need to. And maybe there are times when patience is really not what you need. You need to move on to do something else. But if you're really looking for patience, uh, we're going to talk about how to make that happen. Uh, You know, it was, um, when when you're not getting something, when people say you just need to be more patient, is that always the answer? Or is there a time you really do need to let go and, and, um, And you just can't hold on forever. So we're going to talk about what that looks like. Or you might consider yourself an impatient person. Have you ever been called impatient by others? Do you consider yourself impatient? I want you to examine that because if patience is a heavenly virtue, one of the seven heavenly virtues, and you're saying you are not a patient person, uh, take a closer look at that and determine whether or not you can, in fact, Exhibit patience, exercise patience when you need to, because whether you're patient all the time or or not, I don't think that's the issue. But the issue is whether you understand yourself well enough to be patient when you need to be patient. You know, there's a huge question that I got last week, which really brought this subject to mind. Um, I was speaking at an event at the Los Angeles Urban League. And I had driven three hours to get there and three hours to get back. But I wasn't going to miss these, this event because it was an event that gathered many young adults between the ages of 18 and 24. And they had this mentor-mentee program going on. And a lot of the Urban League staff and, and other mentors were there. And they wanted me to come in and just talk with the, with the youth and um, just describe some things that uh, might help them. Now, the focus of the meeting was uh, was going to be about uh, drugs and how to stay off of drugs. and But we really never got there. We got into so many other great, great discussions that they wanted to know about, that they wanted to talk about, that was affecting their lives. You know, many of these young adults have not completed high school. And some of were some were going back and getting their GED. Many of them had been in trouble with the law, and so they were in different um, places in their lives and trying to find jobs and trying to go back to school and just struggling with the issues of the street. And we were down in the heart of LA, down on Crenshaw Boulevard. Those of you who are familiar with LA, you know that is that is a part of LA that's really really tough to live in. And so these young people were coming in to find some. Some direction, which I have to give it to them. They, I mean, just the fact that they were there says tremendous amount about uh, what it is that they really, really uh, want in their life. And so when we were talking, one of the things we talked about a ton of things, but one of the things that one of the one of the folks asked me was, "How do I get more patience? What happens if I, I just I want something to happen and it's just not happening, and I and, and I just feel like I'm not." patient enough or do I need to have more patience? And I thought it was a great question. Now, it was a tough question to answer because obviously I don't know a lot about this individual circumstance in the context of the, which uh, the question was being asked. But it was a great question because there were some things around this issue of patience that I think we all can learn from and that we all can benefit from if we go about it in a certain way. And I'm going to describe that to you tonight. And you don't have to be a young adult to get this one. No, I think as we get older, we, we learn to become more patient through trial and error and through you know uh, the school of hard knocks, so to speak. And we, we develop that. But even as older adults, many people are still very impatient And so I want to describe that to you. And one of the things that creates uh, some of the impatience, at least in my opinion, is that the world we live in today is very rapid. Everything is happening right now, very quickly. You know, TV commercials, you watch the TV and, and problems are solved within 30 seconds You know, someone might have a headache at the start of the commercial. You'll see the picture of somebody holding their head. And within 30 seconds, they got a smile on their face because they they took this drug or whatever it was. And the headache is gone and everything is is happy within the matter of 60 to 30 seconds, 30 to 60 seconds. And so we get really used to this. I want it now. I want it now. I don't have time. I want it now. And we see it all the time. I mean, the same is true when we, not just on TV, but when we react and and respond and and interact with each other. How many times have you sent someone a text on your phone and, you know, you get a little annoyed because they didn't text you right back? You start waiting for that response and it doesn't come back for five minutes, ten minutes. What's your breaking point? When do you start getting impatient with the person who's not responding to your text? You see, all of these things in today's environment allow us to, to really, uh, it actually facilitates our impatience. Let's put it that way. It, it makes us a little bit impatient when we don't get immediate results. And I want to make sure that you have all the tools that you need to become more patient, not only with your life, with the life of others and the things that are happening in your life. You know, some people say, well, my patience is wearing thin. I know you've heard that that expression. You know, when you are impatient, do you experience frustration or other emotions uh, that are not good? Even fear. You know, if it doesn't turn out, then then this is going to happen in my life. There could be some fear attached to whatever it is you're expecting or anticipating that's not happening right away. You start to second guess the desire that you, you have about what it is you're looking for and waiting for. You even second guess yourself whether or not this is something that you, you really want or really need or, 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 you know, something that's good enough that you're good enough to have. You know, when you start questioning yourself and you start getting frustrated and these emotions come up. You, you may even lose hope. If you're impatient, you lose hope, then stop believing that this thing will ever happen, whatever it is that you're going for. And it doesn't take a long time sometimes to to create those feelings if you're an impatient person. You know, your ability to be patient can affect the quality of your life. You know, if you have a low level of patience, you're going to experience those emotions we talked about, the frustrations and the second guessing and losing hope. You know, if you have a high level of patience, you end up experiencing the higher level of emotions. I'm going to give you a great, great formula before it's all over here that really allows you to understand and use this to gain more patience in your life. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about this thing called patience, and we're going to give you some great stuff that I think will make a difference in your life. We'll be right back after the break.
0: academy with certified trainer mediator and life coach clarence caldwell returns after this short break
2: is there more living for you to do yes start living inspired be here for living inspired with trisha goyer Get your pen and paper ready. It's the sociable homeschooler, Vivian McNinney. Fridays at 5, 4 central on togynet.com.
0: To True Life Academy, your source for developing the skills and motivation to create an amazing life of purpose and fulfillment. With more transformational keys for success, here is your host, Clarence Caldwell.
1: Hello, everyone, welcome back to True Life Academy, where we are talking about patience. Now, you we just took a break here, and hopefully you were patient enough to wait for us to return because we've got some great, great information. For you tonight, again, I mentioned that I have this very simple, very, very simple formula that works tremendously for understanding the patience that or impatience that you might have, and how you can really uh, manage that in a way that gives you a level of power. I think over that uh, that we'll call it that virtue. That you should be having it. That virtue is a moral excellence, a moral part of your character. It's one of the seven heavenly virtues. I know you've heard of the seven deadly sins. Well, there are seven heavenly virtues, and uh, patience is one of those. Um, so, with that said, let me go back to this this issue of the question that I was asked during my presentation or during my speak my speaking uh, event in L.A. last week. The Urban League had asked me to, to talk to these young folks and one of them had asked me about um, how do I become more patient or do I really need to have more patience because I want things to happen and they're really not happening for me. You know, and as I mentioned, there, there could be any number of things that that person was talking about. And so it's very tough to try to answer that really specifically. You know, they could have been talking about any number of issues. They could have been uh, speaking about they're waiting for a, a a friend, a girlfriend, to respond in a loving way. They may have put themselves out there and didn't hear anything back. Um, they they could have been talking about starting a career and in a new field and and things uh, maybe taking longer than they anticipated. They could have been talking about that. Uh, Someone could be trying their patience by getting under their skin or uh, about something or any number of things uh, that could be going on. So it's a tough question to answer in a group setting like that. So I'll share with you what I shared with them, and um, I'll also... Uh, Let you know that I'm going to take it a a bit further with you because I I didn't get a chance to go into the level of detail that we'll go into tonight. But you're going to get so much out of this that um, I wish I could share with them. In fact, I'm going to reach back to them and and try to provide them some of that information uh, as well. So while we uh, get into the subject, I want you to listen uh, to this song because it has... Um, some indication of, of patients involved in it. You might recognize it from a long time ago. All right, all right. I, ho- I hope that wasn't going too far back in time. Uh, and some of you might recognize that. Some of you younger folks may not, under- may not have recognized that song. It's a great, great song by the Rolling Stones. Time is on my side. Now, the reason, now, what does this have to do with patience? I mean, obviously, let's take the case of this young man who was, who was writing the song or singing the song, who says that he's waiting for his lover really to come back to him. So he's got a lot of patience. I mean, even through the understanding, if you listen to some of the words, the understanding that his ex lover is running around town having a good time, but eventually he's waiting to, and he'll and see that she's going to come back. Um, and that's, you know, that takes a lot of patience. It takes a lot of, a lot of love as well to, to go through that. But the patience, that he has in waiting for her to come back, um, is, is remarkable. Now there's two things at play here. That's very important to address. And I'm, these are two pieces of the formula that I'm going to give you, but let's talk about the first one, you know, how fast time moves along is relative to each of us, you know, and each of us, has a different understanding of time. And and so you, you almost have to throw time out of the window because what might seem like an hour to you could be a very short period of time to me, depending on where we are and what we're doing and whether we like what we're doing or not what we're doing. You know, have you ever sat in a meeting or at a party or a sporting event or a concert or even at church or anywhere for that matter, where it seemed like time was moving so slow. You just couldn't wait for this thing to be over with. Um, And hopefully you've been in places where time just seemed to go by so very fast and you didn't know know where the time went. You know, the biggest and the, the, the most important thing about patience is this thing about time. So time is, since it's different for all of us, depending on the situation, our level of patience related to that is going to be different. I could be very patient about something that you're very impatient about because I'm really into whatever that is and you're really not into it. And so that might seem like a very long movie to you. And, and I could be thinking that the movie's going by so fast. I, I wish it could just go on forever because I really, really like that. And you might really, really not like it. So we have a different perspective of time. You know, but time is defined by each of us, and and because of that, it's a variable. Time is not a constant. So let's understand this thing about time. Time is not a constant. Yes, there are 60 seconds in every minute, and there are 60 minutes in every hour, and there are 24 hours in every day, and so on and so on, but it's not a constant because it impacts us differently. Time impacts us differently. So if it's not a constant, it's really a matter of how you feel about the time that's going by. So when I, the first thing I told this, uh, this young man at the, uh, at the event I was at, I, I said, well, the first thing we have to do is you've got to forget about time. And he looked at me a little funny. He said, what do you mean you've got to forget about time? You know, time is relative. And it's basically an illusion. It's a, it's a variable. So waiting, you know, and just watching the clock or the calendar will tend to frustrate you. And that's where a lot of the impatience comes from is because you have this thing about time. And if it's taking more time than you feel it should, then that will create that level of impatience, a level of frustration. So you have to find a way to like just throw time out the window (laughs) See, watch time fly. Throw it out the window. Just try your best to, to not um, tie yourself into how much time you have tied up into whatever that issue is. Okay, so if you, if you allow more time, then that is what you really want to do. If you want to play the time game, then, you know, you should really set a deadline. And you should say, at this time frame, Um, This is the time frame that matters for this issue for me. And you set yourself a time. So if you do that, so in two months, this is what I expect and this is what I want to see and this is, that's it. Then that eliminates the whole issue of being patient. Now you're just not waiting for something to happen whenever it happens. You actually have a time that you've set. So if you're not going to set that time, then you are going to hit a place where you're going to feel a little frustration. Um, you're going to feel a little impatience. You're going to feel those things that we talked about and second guessing what it is you want and losing hope. And you're going to feel these other emotions come out because you don't really have a time set. So if you want to eliminate patience, set a time on whatever it is you're waiting for. And if you cannot set that time and it does and in, and you don't want to really you know, lock yourself into a time. Um, and if time doesn't matter, then you just go with the flow until the breakthrough happens, until that thing happens that you're waiting for. So you have two choices with time. You know, this is the wonderful thing about life. We all have choices. You have a choice. And patience is one of those things. You have a choice to be patient or impatient. So how do you become patient? patient. You throw time out the window. You have a choice to throw time out the window and just let it flow, or you have a choice to set a deadline, and then you're not really worried about being impatient at that point. Now it's a matter of whether or not that time frame will be met. So that's one of the variables in this formula that I'm going to give you. It's called time. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit more about that, and I'm going to give you the second variable. Um, There's only two that uh, are in this formula. We're going to take a quick break again. Time is going by so fast here. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back um, after these words.
0: Academy with certified trainer, mediator, and life coach, Clarence Caldwell, returns after this short break.
2: Homeschooling? Have questions? Get your pen and paper ready. It's the sociable homeschooler, Vivian McNinney. Fridays at 5, 4 central on toginet.com. with kids in the summer, how to set up your one room schoolhouse, how obedience is paramount, and what to do with those snakes. Plus, you'll be sharing ideas and insights that you gleaned from other homeschoolers. So join us for an engaging hour with a sociable homeschooler, Vivian McNinney, Friday afternoons at 5, 4 Central on TogiNet.com
0: you ready to start rocking that woo-hoo that only you do? Because Lisa Stedman is on a mission. She will dare you, challenge you, enlighten you, provoke and empower you to bring out that inner woo-hoo. Lisa is an internationally acclaimed author. She is a breakup expert, a brand consultant, CEO of WooHoo Inc. and the WooHoo Radio Network. She will show you how to take your BooHoo and turn it into WooHoo. Get rebellious and get real. Get your dreams off the back burner. Get inspired and motivated to take action. Start rocking that WooHoo that only you do. In love, life, and business. She is going to be here for you every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Central Standard Time, only here on the WooHoo Radio Network. Welcome back to True Life Academy, your source for developing the skills and motivation to create an amazing life of purpose and fulfillment. With more transformational keys for success, here is your host, Clarence Caldwell.
1: Hi everyone, and welcome back. We are talking about patience, and we have just uncovered the one key variable that really controls whether or not we become patient or impatient. You know, we talked about the the, the way that we see things today with 30-second commercials that cure headaches and communication with our friends and family, that we expect immediate response when when we text them. Everything is happening so, so very fast. So when we have something that we really want and it doesn't happen right away, we have a tendency to become a little impatient. And this is natural. It's normal. And so don't beat yourself up if you Consider yourself an impatient person, but understand the concept of patience and and how you can actually change your level of frustration and all the other emotions that come with being impatient and become a more patient person or take patience right out of the game altogether. And And the one thing we talked about was time. If you set yourself a deadline on whatever it is that you're expecting to have happen, then it throws patience out the window. Now you're not just waiting endlessly and losing patience, you have a deadline. If this doesn't happen by then, then it's it's done. You have to stay committed to that to that deadline. Because not being committed to it and you just keep moving it, then you're right back into the to the issue of of just this variable of time that you can't control. You know, so the biggest important piece of this thing is time. Uh, but you know. If you give up this issue of time, if you say, "Okay, I'm not going to put a time stamp on it. I'm just going to let it flow and I'm going to hold on and and be patient. Understand when you do that, you must be prepared to give up or or move on from what it is you're waiting for, because at some point you will reach that point where you can no longer uh, wait. Your, Your patience will run out. So let's, let's go back to this young man who had asked me the question about patience, and I'm just going to uh, build a scenario. I don't know what his scenario specifically was because we didn't get into this level of detail in the group. But let's just say that this young man was trying to become um, a musician. He wanted to be in the music business, that he wanted to write songs or, or become a rapper, or that he, 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 he loved writing poetry and, and he thought those could become rap songs. Um, And let's say he was very, very talented at it, and that everybody he talked to tells him that he's very, very talented. He needs to do something with this talent. He needs to go into writing, and he loves writing, and he even loves performing. Let's say that it becomes a real passion for him. So if this is what he's trying to do, again, this is a fictitious scenario for this young man, but let's say that's the story. But he can't seem to get a break. He can't seem to get that that needed break to get in the studio, to get somebody to listen to his stuff, to get someone to to read his poetry or to to give him the break that he needs. Nothing seems to be happening the way he envisioned it. Now if that's the case, over a period of time, it's going to to wear on him. Let's say three years goes by and nothing is happening for him in this area. He begins to lose hope in his dream of becoming a producer, a a musician, a writer, a rapper, whatever it might be. So in three years time, nothing has happened and he starts to lose patience. So how much patience should he have? If I ask you, well, how much longer should he wait? What would you, how would you answer that question? See, that's a question that's very difficult to answer because you don't know the young man. You don't know what he's been through or, or, or what his fortitude is to stick with it and go, and, and go the extra mile. You don't know much about him. And so it's a very difficult question for anyone to answer, even when you know him and he asks you the question, how much more patience should I have? It's a difficult question to answer because you cannot put yourself Inside of him. You cannot feel his emotions. You cannot experience what he's experiencing. That has to come from him. So, what you have to do, and what I'm trying to do here tonight, even with you, is to give you the understanding of what patience looks like so that you can make that decision yourself how much patience you really should have in any given situation. You know, this same question of how much patience we should have. That's the same question as asking, how much more time and energy should I put into this dream? So if he asked me that question, how much more time and energy should I put into this dream? I would not be able to answer that question, but that's a question he would have to answer. Now, here's the second piece. I gave you a piece. I gave you the second variable just in that question. How much time and energy? should you put into this dream. So the second piece of this formula, beyond time, is energy. How much of an effort are you putting forward to make this, whatever it is, happen? So the combination of effort and time are very important. You see, how much effort and energy you're, you're expending becomes relative. If your effort is very, very high, then your expectations will follow and likely be very high also. So the, here's the rest of the formula. Time plus energy, or let's just say time times energy equals expectations. And it's your expectations that create this level of, of uh, patience that you might have or not have. So if you have very high expectations, then you're going to have a very high level of, of, uh, of, of, an- of anxiousness around making it happen, which means your patience is going to be kind of low. So if your expectations are high, it drives a level of impatience in you because you want to see the outcome happen as soon as possible. So time, the amount of time you allow for this thing to, to unfold, to manifest, to take place times the amount of energy that you put into making it come true creates a level of expectation. So if you have a low level of effort and a low level of time that you're allowing, you should have low expectations. On the other hand, if you have a high level of effort that you're putting into this, your expectations will begin to rise. If you allow A high amount of time also, then your expectations should really, really rise because you're allowing a lot of time, you're putting in a lot of effort, and likely your expectations are going to rise as well. So with understanding your expectations, there's this return on investment, so to speak, a return on the energy that you put in, a return on the effort that you put in, the return on the amount of time that you allow. That comes out to be the expectation that you have. That's the simple formula that I'm going to share with you. And use that every time you start feeling yourself becoming impatient. What is it that is a little awry there? Are your expectations higher than the effort that you're putting forward? Are your expectations higher than the amount of time that you're allowing? What's causing that impatience? You know, telling someone to lower their expectations when they are allowing a lot of time and expending a lot of energy and a lot of effort is not a realistic request. You know, I I think about myself when I um, changed careers and started this this business. I had a a very high level of expectation for what this was going to happen, what was going to happen for my business. You know, I did not have a clue about how much time I should allow. I didn't have a clue of how much effort it was going to take. But my expectations were very high without understanding the time and the effort. And so I became a little impatient. I was a little bit taken aback when people weren't flocking to my door for for, for coaching and, and people weren't calling me up, asking me to, to speak here and there and, and, and asking me to write a book. And you know, people weren't showing up at my door, banging my door down, looking for me and my expertise because that was my expectation. But I didn't realize how much effort it was really going to take to get to that level. I didn't realize how much time I should allow to get to that level. You know, everyone says, if you're going to start a business, you're going to be an entrepreneur. You know, that's what I was attempting to do. And that's what I am. You need to allow three to five years and working basically around the clock. I'm like, no, no, not me. One year. And because I'm so good at what I do, I don't need to work, you know, 15, 18 hours a day. I'm just going to be there. People are going to flock to me. It's going to happen. Right. Right. Well, the truth is, you really have to be realistic about your effort you put forward and about how much time you allow, and that will manage your expectations. And when you manage your expectations, you begin to manage your patience. I hope that's getting through to you. I know I'm going through this pretty quickly, and I, I want you to get it. But with a high level of expectations, and you have no visibility to the time required or no visibility to the amount of effort required, then you can become pretty impatient. And so you do have to do the work. You know, you, you have to be very clear and very realistic about the time. How much time will you allow for this thing to happen? You have to appreciate what's involved. That means you have to learn what it's going to take to really start this new business. You're gonna to have to learn what it takes to do the accounting, doing the, the, the hiring if you're gonna hire people, doing the research, doing the, the content development if that's what you're doing. You're gonna to have to be realistic about that level of effort and energy and about how much time you allow. And that will create a realistic expectation which will help manage your patience. Now, now that I understand the formula, I decided to leave my expectations high, but what I had to adjust were the variables. I had to give myself a little more time. Of course, it's not going to happen in a year. It might happen in two, (laughs) two years, and I've increased the level of effort. Yes, I do work very long hours. I'm up till three o'clock sometimes, but I'm doing it because I love the work. So I've adjusted the time. I've given myself more time and I've given myself more effort. I did not adjust down my expectations. I still have very high expectations for my business. So with that said, hopefully you see how that formula works. Time times effort equals expectations. Your expectations create your patience or impatience. Now I have one third, this third component that's not associated with the formula, But this third component requires a warning. I'm going to give you a warning about this. This is the wild card. So we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about this wild card. Stick with us. We'll be right back.
0: Academy with certified trainer, mediator, and life coach Clarence Caldwell returns
2: after this short break.
0: Show me the money!
2: Okay, we will. We're going to teach you how to tell your money where to go. It's Intelligent Investing with Pam Otten This is the financial advisor who's in your corner and truly understands and cares about you and helping you achieve your goals. Securities and advisory services are offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA, SIPC. It's Intelligent Investing with Pam Otten on TogiNet. Is there more living for you to do? Yes. Start living inspired.
0: To True Life Academy, your source for developing the skills and motivation to create an amazing life of purpose and fulfillment. With more transformational keys for success, here is your host, Clarence Caldwell.
1: Hi, everyone. Welcome back. We are talking about patience. And this formula this time times energy or effort equals expectations. And it should. If you put a lot of time into something or if you allow for a lot of time for something to happen and you put a lot of energy and a lot of effort into something, you should have high expectations. And it just go, it's, a, it's a natural thing. And so there's nothing wrong with that. But if you understand the, the dynamics of that formula, then you know that if you have high expectations and you haven't put any effort into it, you're not allowing any time for this thing to come to fruition, then maybe your expectations are not realistic. And so you need to re-examine those two other variables to understand where your expectations really should be. And like I described in my own case, my expectations were high and I didn't have a clue about the time or energy required. But I left my expectations high and I adjusted the time and the effort so that it came up to meet the expectations. So I'm allowing a little more time and I'm putting in a lot more effort and my expectations are remaining high. So that's allowing me to, to deal with this issue of being impatient that things aren't happening when I want them to happen. Now, the other thing I did talk about was if you, if you wanna eliminate this whole issue of, of impatience altogether, you set a time frame. You say, by this date, I expect to have this thing in place, or something to have uh, uh, manifested, and with that, you kind of take the the impatience or patience thing out of the formula altogether. You still have to put in the time, and you still have to put in the effort, and you still have an expectation, but this thing about being impatient goes away because you're not just hanging out there waiting and waiting and waiting for something to happen. It happens on your time, on your timeline. So what is this third? This third component, we've got time and we've got effort. This third thing that really takes that formula and it it, it just turns it upside down, unfortunately, but it is a fact of life and you must be aware of it. See, so far we've talked about ourselves allowing a certain amount of time. We've talked about ourselves putting forth a certain uh, level of effort. And we've talked about ourselves having a certain expectation. The third component that is really the wild card here is if it's dependent on someone else. If whatever you're expecting and whatever you want to see happen is dependent on something else, then it kind of changes the game a little bit. You know, you control the time and you control the effort, but you don't control the other person. And since you don't control another person, this factor or this variable of the third person or the other person, you cannot securely set an expectation that is necessarily realistic because it, it becomes this unknown factor out there. And so yeah, you can hope for a given outcome, but it's a wild card. And anytime you're dependent on someone else, then it really becomes one of those things that, uh, that you have less control over. Because again, their idea of time may be different than your idea of time. Remember, time is a variable. It's not a constant. Yes, there are 60 seconds in a minute and 60 minutes in an hour, etc. But But that minute feels different to me than it might feel to you. Especially if we're talking about something that's important to me and not important to you or important to you and not important to me. And the level of importance around an issue is different for us, then the amount of time and even the amount of effort that we put into it is going to feel different. So whenever you have another person, someone else, that is, is a part of this thing that is creating the impatience, then all bets are off. It kind of turns that formula upside down. So I, I gave you the simple formula for controlling your own time and your own effort and your own expectations. But I am very much aware that sometimes you're expecting things from other people and you get impatient there. You know, in the song that we played, uh, time is on my side. You know, there's a very interesting thing that's happening that gives the singer patience. Now there's a another person involved. This is ex-girlfriend or this person that he wants to come back to him. So that's another person who has a whole different view of the amount of effort, their their expectations, the, the time that they're going to put in. All of that is different for that person. But he has patience because there's one thing that, even though it's really out of his hands, he adjusts one part of this formula, one of the variables he adjusts, that makes it all right for him. What do you think that one variable is? Well, of course, it's the name of the song, Time. That's what the song is about. He doesn't care how much time he has. He is allowed for an infinite number of time to wait for his, his girlfriend's return. An infinite number. He doesn't, time doesn't matter. He's allowed however much time it takes. That's why he says time is on his side, because he doesn't have a timeline on it. An infinite amount of time, time is on his side. Eventually, she's going to come back. That's his hope. That's his dream. And with the understanding, he thinks that he has solved this formula that I'll just wait forever. Time is on my side. Yes, it is. So, what I'm going to do is, is play another version of that song. It's the same song, but I'm going to play another version of that song It's done by someone else. It's the same song, but I like this, this other version as well. It comes from a soundtrack, but um, let's just play it and uh, we'll see where it leads from there. Okay, well, I just wanted to play that song one more time, just done a different way and done by someone else because uh, I wanted uh, a little more clarity on the words. I think the Rolling Stones uh, song, is it's sold. I think the fidelity of the the recording at the time uh, may not have made the words as clear. So in this case, hopefully you heard the words a little bit clearer. And, you know, one of the things that was said in the song was that, um, you know, time is on my side, you know, one of these days, you're going to come back one of these days. So it's not, you know, it's not one of these minutes, one of these hours, it's not one of these days. And that could mean months, years, but one of these days you'll be coming back knocking on the door. And so there is no time limit that their songwriter has put on this return of the lover because time is, is really not a factor. And if time is not a factor then the patience that you can have will grow exponentially. You know, how much time can you allow? So if you're feeling impatient about something, just ask yourself two questions. One, how much time can I allow? If I can allow an infinite amount of time, then that would that would subside your patience a bit. If you cannot allow a lot of time, then set a deadline. And when you set a deadline, that takes the the patience out of it because you're not just waiting forever. And the second thing is, the second question is, how much of an effort will you put forth? If you're not going to put very much effort forth, then you really can't have really high expectations. And if your expectations aren't very high, then you you really can't be impatient. But if you're going to put in a lot of effort, A tremendous amount of effort, then you're going to have high expectations and you should. And I can see where the impatience would come from. So the combination, remember that formula, time times effort equals expectations. And the higher your expectations are, the the more impatient you'll be. But if you have very high effort and, uh, and you're allowing a lot of time, then you will, uh, you will take care of that. You'll manage those expectations and that patience accordingly. I hope this has been some help to you tonight. Uh, I really, really appreciate you listening. And uh, we're going to sign off for tonight. We'll be back again next week. And until then, I'm going to encourage you, as I always do, live with an attitude of gratitude. Live in thanks. Give when you can. Giving is a two-way street. Love first and then choose. Live that way and you'll have an amazing week. We'll talk to you next time. Take care.
0: Thank you for joining us on today's True Life Academy. Certified coach, trainer, and motivational speaker, Clarence Caldwell, returns next week This same time to share his keys to success. To help you achieve the life you dream of. Yes, the life you were intended to live.